The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Adam Shine Podcast. Ah, yes, episode 70 of the Adam Shine Podcast, and we are extra fired up as we are taping this one at about 1.30 Eastern time on September the 1st. The calendar flips. That means it's football season. That means you are getting ready for your fantasy football draft, and that means we have the best in the business The only guy that I pay attention to, the only guy that I listen to when it comes to fantasy football, my guy, the guru from Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, from Fantasy Points, John Hansen. John is going to be with us, and we will get into how he became the guru, why John Madden is obsessed with him, how he became such an obsessed fan of the L.A. Dodgers, the celebrities that love the guru, and most especially, every fantasy football draft tip that you need to dominate your draft to win this upcoming season. Guru is going to rank the quarterbacks, give you strategy, sleepers. Oh, I'm foaming at the mouth. You guys are going to love it. My guy, the guru, the featured guest on the Adam Shine podcast. And before we get into fantasy, listen, reality has been center stage in terms of the sports world with regards to the Patriots quarterback situation. And listen, we've been screaming about it since the NFL draft. We've been screaming about it on the Adam Shine podcast, screaming about it on Shine on Sports, screaming about it on Time to Shine unequivocally, the New England Patriots had to start Mac Jones. We said it right after the draft. We've been banging that drum. He outperformed Cam Newton all preseason. And, of course, Bill Belichick got it done. Right move, only move. Mac Jones, he started quarterback for the New England Patriots. But I love the fact that he cut Cam Newton. Cam Newton is shot. He's been shot for years, plural. Shot at the end in Carolina. Shot last year in New England. More interceptions than touchdowns. And listen, if I'm a team, I wouldn't touch Cam Newton. I don't want him as my backup quarterback. Ron Rivera, his coach in Carolina, had a couple of off seasons. This one and last one to sign him. And 
listen, his quarterback situation in Washington stinks, and he's got a defense that's amazing with Chase Young and company at Super Bowl caliber. They're going to miss the playoffs because they have arguably the worst quarterback room in the league. They're not going to touch Cam Newton. You got to factor in his injuries. Got to factor in how inaccurate he is. Got to factor in how he has not been vaccinated, which is a huge deal in A, society, but B, for this conversation, sports, where if you're on the COVID list, and he was as a member of the New England Patriots when he fouled up when and where to take a test, you're going to miss time. And and that's a huge problem for unvaccinated ball players in the NFL this year. So I think Cam is shots. I was ahead of the curve on that. And I told you there was no chance he was going to start week one. And now it's all officially in play for Mr. Mac Jones and the Patriots. Last year, we guaranteed it. We told you. We were right. You guys laughed at me. I said the Patriots had a 0% chance in 2020 of making the playoffs, and I was light years ahead of the curve on that one. Listen, this year they're making the playoffs. Bill Belichick restocked the cupboard, did a brilliant job. Mac Jones, he's the most NFL-ready of the five first-round quarterbacks, and you know I love them all. Mac Jones will win Rookie of the Year on offense, beat out the tremendous quarterback for Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, who's a dreamy prospect, but Jacksonville's not ready for prime time. New England is, with Josh McDaniels running the offense, Bill Belichick, best coach in the history of sports. I think that Mac Jones steps in, maximizes the new weapons on offense. They have a strong run game, a couple of great tight ends now. The defense is going to be top five to top ten in the NFL. Mac Jones wins Offensive Rookie of the Year and leads the New England Patriots back to the postseason. The guru, John Hanson, is going to tell you exactly what you need to do to win your fantasy football league. The guru joins us right after this. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. 
Hi, everyone. This is Heisman Trophy winner and NFL quarterback Doug Flutie. I'm excited to tell you that my podcast, the Flutie Flakes cast, is back for the entire football season. I may have played like 21 years of professional football in three different leagues, but I'm still just a big kid and I absolutely love this game. Every week, we'll talk about the topics I care about and bring on super fun guests. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app. Include it with most subscriptions. The featured guest this week on the Adam Shine podcast. He's the guru. You're not. The only person who matters when it comes to fantasy football. My guy, the guru. The legendary John Hansen. Guru, how are you? Oh, this is great. I am great. I'm wonderful. My my Dodgers did win last night here. We're 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 coming, we're closing in on the Giants, and you very appropriately wore your Dodger blue. And it looks good, honestly, on you, Adam. I think maybe a conversion. You're a closet Dodger fan anyway, but it's great to be with you. Listen, I wore the Dodger shirt on on purpose, and we took the family last week. Uh, it's no, it's the September first as we're taping this, and we took them to Southern California, little Disney yeah. World. We we stayed in Santa Monica. First time we took the Beautiful. kids to to Los Angeles, and we went to a Dodger game. I mean, and the whole thing is intoxicating. And I I always I love the Dodgers, the history, Jackie Robinson, Sandy Koufax. You know, the audience knows I'm a of diehard course. fan of of the Yankees. I've argued I'm wearing a, San, uh, a Clayton Kershaw shirt that Kershaw is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. And I'm thrilled that he I has that, that ring. Yeah, I'm all in on it. So I bought, I bought a shirt knowing that you were going to be the next guest on the Adam Shine podcast. Uh, that's unbelievable. I'm honored. I'm honored. I was just at the stadium myself on Saturday night and uh, we emerged victorious. It was 2-2 in the eighth. And, you know, growing up in, in New York, New Jersey, Adam, being a Dodger fan because I was born in Brooklyn and at six years old, I saw, you know, Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm like, why don't we root for these guys? Um, growing up, though, just insanely into the Dodgers and watching them on television from 3000 miles away and just seeing the stadium throughout my entire childhood and seeing those palm trees, you know, those palm trees get me every time, every time, because uh, they're the same ones, Adam, uh, from, you know, 40 years ago, I would think. So uh, it's so great to be there working in LA. I'm, any chance I get Adam to go there, it literally is my favorite place on the planet. You know, I haven't been to the great wall of China haven't really traveled internationally all that much. So right now, still Dodger Stadium, my favorite place on planet Earth. It is majestic. It is absolutely incredible. And, you know, Guru, obviously forever. And people still talk to me about you when, you know, people call the radio show, see him on the street, tweet me. You know, when when you were with me and I hosted the the tailgate show when we first started uh, at Sirius XM on Sunday mornings, it was just incredible. I mean, people would, would... Epic. It was legendary. Seriously. I mean, you know, Steve Cohen had me doing that Sunday morning show and we had John Madden. We had John Hanson. It couldn't get any better. So I've always wanted to ask you this. How the hell did you become the guru? Take me through your path, career oh, sure. arc, college, professional. How did you become the guru? Got it. Well, I was always very into sports, always really good with knowing all the players and, and the stats. I've also been uh, a very predictive person in my life. 
Um, you know, there, are, as I would say, there are many things I can't do. I, I don't build things well, you know, for example, just to level the playing field here. But I've always been really, really good at uh, per, being predictive and having really good intuition, if you will. So back in 1987, my old Babe Ruth baseball coach, and, and by the way, he was my Babe Ruth baseball coach, like, like two years earlier, three years earlier, maybe, maybe three. So, you know, a guy that was a, you know, he was a coach, you know, but he was a younger guy. He, he stops by and he said, look, I'm going to this fantasy football draft in one hour. We need another team. Do you want in? I'm like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, but I, it sounds like I'm going to like it. So yeah, let's do it. And I did really well. And, you know, that started the fantasy career. One year I made my first pick ever was Walter Payton. And wow. it was a terrible pick. <laughs> terrible pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's dating yourself right there. It was like 87. So I was like 18, 19, whatever I was. And it was a bad pick. And I vowed kind of from that point on, like, that's it. I'm never, I'm going to be an ageist basically from now on. I'm only looking for young, ascending, exciting talents. And that continues to this day. But in 1989, I had, it was a 10 team league. I had the 10th pick and then I, I had the 11th, you know, on the hook there yep. back then in 89, you didn't take the rookies really early like a Marshall Falk. Everyone knew he was great. He was like a fourth round pick, right? Well, in 89, I took Barry Sanders at 10 overall. And then at 11 overall, clearly trying to be the smartest guy in the room. I took a guy who probably would have went in the fifth round, Sterling Sharp. Well, wow. he ended up going for like 1500 yards and 12 tutties. Those two guys absolutely dominated. And one guy in my league, he's like, whoa, whoa, you're like the guru or something, you know? So it kind of started there, you know, been making some ballsy picks and things like that. And I was working in radio in Atlantic City, New Jersey on the air was actually on the air, Adam, when I was 20 years old, uh, you know, playing, playing rock, you know, rock DJ guy. And there was a little TV studio that rented space from the station. And you may have studied this in college, but in the early 90s, the FCC passed a rule called must carry where if you were a little rinky dink over the air station, the cable operators had to carry you. So this little rinky dinky station that was kind of, you know, recording and, you know, renting office space from the radio station, all of a sudden they were on like a million and a half homes in, in New Jersey. They needed programming. They started doing a bunch of cheesy uh, call in shows and things like that, talking about like the OJ trial and things like that. I mean, this is way back. So this one guy had a sports show on and I'm just walking in the halls and you know, I'm like, oh, hey, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, if you ever need a guest, you should have me on. I mean, I mean, they call me the guru. Right. I mean, so he, he did. He did. And in 1995, actually, uh, I think I did it in 94 and people started like, oh, this is pretty good. But even in 94, Adam, people were viewing it and looking at the show and watching it for fantasy football advice. And literally my first my very, very first prediction or call was that Isaac Bruce was the next Jerry Rice. And people are like, who the hell is Isaac Holy Bruce? Cow. Yeah. Yeah. So I literally just, just to break balls, I took him in the 18th round after I took my kicker because I knew he'd go undrafted. And so I stood up and I'm like, guys, I'm taking the sleeper of the year, Isaac Bruce. And people are like, who the hell's that? Fourth most receiving yards in the history of football that season. And literally my best call, my first call, and my best call, I'll never top it, either that or the sharp call. That was probably my best pick. My best call, first call ever, I'll never top it. 
I'm doing this 27, 28 years. It's never going to be top, which is fine. And I've thanked Isaac personally for this. He's come on the show. You know, I kind of like rallied around him and I was doing work with Tori Holt uh, on yeah. the radio here on fantasy sports radio. And, you know, so I, I said, dude, man, thank you. Because of you, Isaac Bruce, I really had the confidence, like, you know what? I absolutely can do this. And the rest is history. That's an amazing story. I love the, the sharp, the Sanders, the Isaac Bruce. That's, that's incredible. And, you know, I was with you and I always keep this picture behind me. And if you're watching the video on the SXM yeah. app, I always have that picture of me and John Madden at the Sirius XM NFL radio championship Sunday party on January the 22nd of 2012. And it was so great hanging with John. And, you know, I did a show with John once a week from, you know, 2004 through 2000, you know, 14. It was, it was thrilling when he met you, he was mesmerized. This is a true story. I will always have your back on this. He, John Madden wanted to sit down with John Hanson, not the other way around. John Madden couldn't get enough of the guru. John would listen all the time, listen to our Sunday show, listen during the week. What was that like for you to meet the legendary John Madden and John wanted to know everything about your career and your life? Absolutely surreal. And I know you've been there with all that. And even for me, especially because I'm unfortunately a Minnesota Vikings fan. And my first real memory was actually, I mean, tell me this is not, we're off to a bad start. The first game I remember rooting for the Vikings. And then of course, crying was the game in which the term hail Mary pass was invented. (laughs) If that's not a harbinger of things to come at them, I, I don't know what is, but I digress. And the quarterback, of course, was Fran Tarkenton. That was the best uh, team the Vikings had, by the way. They probably would have won that Super Bowl. Well, maybe not because the, the competition was stu- was really tough. So uh, for me to be a Vikings fan, and Fran Tarkenton was my first guy, I did a show with him on, on SiriusXM right around that time, too, Fantasy Fran. So I'm like, I'm boys with like Fran Tarkenton. And, of course, they lost the Super Bowl. I cried, you know, because I was nine. I cried like a nine-year-old. And then the guy on the other side, of course, was John Madden. And then here we are 35 years later, this, this whole thing, which started with John Madden being obsessed by the fact, and this is my theory, and I, I ran it up the flagpole, and uh, turns out it was pretty accurate, uh, fascinated by the fact that a grown 40-plus-year-old man this allowed people to call him a guru. That's right. And it, it, it's one of those things where you just get attached to something, and he's like, you know, do his friends call him the guru? Does his wife call yes. him? Does his mom call him the guru? But... <laughs> I have a video on my phone of, you know, so we're at the event and you're on the air on NFL radio and the, I think it was the uh, divisional round playoff game. Yep. Yep. Broncos Ravens is about to kick off 15 minutes before the kickoff. John Madden comes on the final segment. You're you're like, we'll be right back. Everybody John Madden on the game, you know, and uh, you come back and everyone's waiting for John's thoughts in the game. And you're like, how was it meeting the guru? And you talk like six minutes but uh, that was amazing. I actually have a video on my phone of that. Like I missed it, the beginning of it, but he, he's breaking balls. But when I met him, it was great. It was awesome. And I said, John, I got to ask, like percentage wise, you're interested in me. How much of it is you like me and how much of it is you're making fun of me? And he was like, oh, 50, 50. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. But I think at the end of the day, um, he was most impressed 
And I found this when I, I've talked to like major people, they're impressed. I'm like, wow, you're impressed with me. And they, they all say the same thing. It's because I was able to take an idea, literally nothing. There was no website, nothing. And just start a cottage industry and make it all happen by myself, basically. So he was, I think he was really impressed by that. And John loves you. I mean, absolutely. And and he was just and, and John working with him. He loves busting chops. He would bust oh, my yeah. chops. Oh yeah. You know, our producer at the time, Nick Costos, Rich Gannon. He would. He was one of the biggest chop busters I've oh, yeah. ever. The off-air conversations with John John Madden. Something I'll yeah. cherish forever. Has the there been? And Madden, you know, is is under the umbrella of of a celebrity. You know, Meatloaf loves you. Larry David loves you. You know, David Wright used to, you know, when he was playing for the Mets, he's like, hey, you know, you have that guru password. I'm like, David, I know your salary. You could you could afford a a subscription. He's like, I already have like six of them. Has there been someone in sports or a celebrity where they've reached out to you and you're like, wow, this guy is is all in on on my website, all in on my information. Well, now you're going to ask me to rank the the guru rights, but I, I think I think Adam, I got to go Paul Rudd here. I mean, America loves Paul Rudd. Who America doesn't loves Paul Rudd. love Paul Rudd? You know, your kids are getting older. Um, they probably know who they who Paul Rudd is. Your oldest is what, like 10, 13, 11, 12? Yeah, 13. Uh, boom. Wow. 13. Yeah, my daughter is 15. I mean, Paul Gen Z loves Paul Rudd. Okay. The guy was born in the 60s, man. Uh, you know, he looks 32 over here. Guy's less than a year younger than I am. But in all seriousness, um, I actually joke with him. And I actually say the same thing to our fellow friend, Adam Schefter. You know, Adam Schefter was my Denver Broncos insider in like 2002. And I would pay him a little bit of money to give me the, the skinny. And I'm like, I had a magazine and I wrote like, this guy's the best. All right. He's awesome. And I'm like, I called it Shefty. I called your ascension. I did mm -hmm. the same thing with Paul Rudd. Uh, Paul Rudd was on the NFL network doing a draft with a bunch of other celebrities. He had my magazine. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I love that guy. You know, this is like, Oh, four. And uh, another friend of mine in the draft was Nick Bakai. And I said, hey, uh, I, I emailed Nick. I said, hey, tell Paul Rudd, man, I'll hook him up with the site. I'm a big fan. I'm a Hollywood suck up and all that. But it, the reality is, and I kind of told him this at the time, and I reminded him of, of this recently. I said, dude, I called it. All right. He's like, I, not only picking the fantasy players, I'm picking actors, you name it. And I'm like, I attached myself to, to him and became friendly with him because uh, did I know he'd be this big? No. But uh, it, it was kind of a like, you know what? I'm going to get it on the ground floor in this dude. So we've been friends for like 15 years. We have a lot in common. He's a great guy. Everything you think about him is true. And uh, we just love to, to chop it up here this time of the year, especially. Oh, I love it. And you know that uh, Paul Rudd and everyone who loves the guru and who doesn't is certainly all over this time of year, fantasypoints.com and you know, you know how I am, Guru. Your your website is the only one that, that I go to. And if you're watching the video, I mean, look at Guru. He's got fantasy points over one shoulder. He's got a fantasy points over another shoulder. I mean, my guy's a walking promotion here. So, Hey, how badass was that, though, Adam? I run a website for 20-plus years. Sell it. Do a five-year non-compete and just start it all over again, baby. I mean, you're ahead of the game. You're, you've actually, on multiple occasions... You've invented the game, then made the game better, then reinvented the game again. I mean, you're like Einstein on top of Einstein, Guru. 
I mean, it's, it, it really is surreal, but, uh, I, you know, work ethic is a big part of it. And I think you can, you can appreciate that, you know, uh, with, with your, your little, you know, your little kids, it, it's tough, but you gotta be all in, man. You gotta be all in. You know, I keep telling my wife, she's like, why don't you scale back? I'm like, I'm all or nothing. Like I can't do what I, I mean. Did I prepare for this podcast? Hell no. Of course uh, not. My entire life this time of the year is preparing. So you gotta right. be all in baby. That's right. All right. Well, let's have some fun because people love this time of year as they're getting ready for their fantasy draft. And, you know, it's interesting. I've become DFS crazy, by the way. I, I never gotcha. thought that I, I'm obsessed. I love it. I, I, I do it. I'm in a league with uh, 22 friends in, in the town I live in. I, I can't get enough of it. I never thought that I would prioritize DFS over a regular league. Have wow. you have you seen a shift where people are more interested in daily? You know, I use the fantasy points generator. I use that as a guide. It's like a Bible for me. Do you see more of a shift on how people consume and how they treat fantasy football? Well, what's ironic is DFS kind of emerged like eight or nine years ago and was really, really popular and all that. It's still popular. It's like entrenched now. I just don't know if it's going to grow all that much because I think some people are a little frustrated by people like you. You're at fantasypoints.com using our optimizer that we got a bunch of Ivy League nerds to build. Uh, and it's got algorithms out the yin-yang to, to spit out really good lineups and all that. So it's difficult for some people to compete with that. So DFS, I think maybe the growth is capped a little bit. I think where it's going a little bit more is the gambling stuff. And, and my wheelhouse is the player props. And yeah. I actually used to want, I talk about seeing this coming. I literally owned playerprops.com in the nineties. Okay. I paid for this damn URL for like 10 years in a row. I'm like, ah, I guess it's not going to happen. I let it, let it go. Um, but I saw that coming. I'm like, wow. Cause if that ever becomes a thing, that's all I do is, is build production projections and make projections. So uh, gambling, it's becoming more and more prevalent. Obviously, ESPN, the NFL, they're all in brand. I mean, this is crazy stuff here. From when I started getting ceased and desist letters from the NFL PA in 1996, wow. just for operating an information website. Okay. Uh, they go from that to, oh yeah, uh, the NFL sponsored by DraftKings, you know, is absolutely, it's awesome. <laughs> it's great. And it's not like it's a horrible thing. Let's be honest here. These are all, it's entertainment. We're, we're all sucking more entertainment out of the NFL. And the NFL, I'm sure, uh, is fine with that, right? Oh, without question, they are. And, you know, that's an excellent point. And, and by the way, for everyone who, who's listening and watching, you know, on Guru's website, week in, week out, on fantasypoints.com, his projections are unreal. So if you're looking for over-unders for player props, look at his projections, you know, for catches, for yards, for touchdowns. I mean, Guru is all over it. So if you're interested in player props, it's, it's fantastic. So my son, Theo, is six, and we're doing a, a kids league. We've done it for three years. My girls are into it. Theo is now, over the last year, he's sports obsessed, which is nice. incredible. Like, he's into the games, the stats. So he's going to run the fantasy draft this year, which Perfect. is great. So I want to start with a question from him. Because it's okay, good bonding here. Good uh, father-son bonding. Right? This is what it's all about. He wants to know, in the first round of a draft, how high would you draft your quarterback, and where do you have his guy, Josh Allen, ranked at the quarterback position? Well, 
we're we're talking a one quarterback league, right? One because, quarterback league. Yeah, because these super flex leagues are becoming very popular, and uh, I, I think we're crossing the fifty percent threshold soon in terms of more than half the leagues are super flex, and I think a part of that is the incredible depth at quarterback. Like again, you can have two starters in a ten or twelve team league, and it's not that bad. So that said. Uh, I wish Theo was tuning in last year because Josh Allen was my guy last year. Yep. He was my number one quarterback target. Why? Obviously didn't, didn't know he would blow up quite as much as he did. Uh, though I did get word from people sources that uh, things were looking really, really good. He was a ninth round pick Adam. I mean, that's the best of both worlds. You want to get these guys, you know, the year before was Lamar the year before was Mahomes. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers was that guy last year too. I did not. Uh, give him love uh, didn't didn't necessarily see that one coming but you really do want to get ROI so you know tell Theo if he wants to take his guy take his guy because this is your team and all that and you're gonna have to live with the guy all year if it doesn't pan out but to get the better ROI I would I would hold off you know not to cut to the heart of the matter, but I think the best ROI on the board at quarterback this year is Justin Fields. We, we know the wow. cheat code. Adam. We know the cheat code though. I mean, how many times in a row does it have to happen with a second reaction running quarterback entering the league, no tape on him, And he lights it up for fantasy, at least. I mean, even Kaepernick did it. Even RG three did it. We've seen Russell, we've seen Dak, you name it. So there's a guy you can get 125 picks into the draft. Now, granted, you're going to have to get a placeholder, until he's named the starter. And I also have the placeholder. It's actually probably second on my board in terms of ROI. Baker Mayfield. Ooh, I really tell me like why Baker. Offense. Why Baker? Yeah. All five starters returning on the O-line. The, for the first time in his pro career, he has continuity. The same offense, the same hell, I believe head coach, right? Yeah. Um, OBJ back. Uh, they don't have a ton of weapons, but they definitely have enough uh, to get it done. They've got three good tight ends. David Njoku, I'm shocked that they brought him back, but hey, he's there and he's talented. Uh, we love Harrison Bryan as a prospect. And of course, Austin Hooper is solid. Donovan Peoples-Jones is having a real good showing this year. And, you know, Demetri Felton, Anthony Schwartz, Anthony made the Schwartz be with you, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, you know, they do have enough weapons to get it done. So I think they're going to expand things out. We know it's run-based, but hell, the Minnesota Vikings are run-based and Kirk Cousins threw 35 touchdowns last year. So I think Baker, I kind of think that they're going to be able to do whatever they want to do on offense. And Baker is a, certainly a good trigger man there. And uh, 30 touchdown passes easily for Baker this year. PPR league, you have 12-team league, you have the number one overall pick. Who are you picking and why? Yeah, I think it's still McCaffrey. Uh, Dalvin Cook, you do have some concerns. I know he came out of last year clean, um, so that's nice health-wise. But bad vibes of Minnesota, too. Like Christian yeah. Darisaw, I talked with a Viking reporter yesterday, and person was like, yeah, I have no idea. If I'm like, what about Darisaw? He's out for week one. He's like, week one? I mean, he might be out for September. I mean, it could be even longer. Like, that's bad vibes. The Irv Smith thing doesn't help. So um, then you got to – 
you know, get Alexander Madison, and that's a little annoying. But I think McCaffrey is fine. And by the way, Chuba Hubbard has emerged. Rodney Smith was a backup, but they let him go. So Chuba Hubbard is your your handcuff here. But you know, the guy's a machine. I mean, you know, you know the the gene pool here. I mean, I've spent time with Eddie McCaffrey. Uh, the guy's great. Uh, you know, they they take it very seriously. You know, his grandfather was named Duke University's athlete of the millennium. I did millennium. not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. What a millennium yeah, for the McCaffreys, guy. by the way. What's that? What a millennium for the McCaffreys. I mean, what a gene pool. <laughs> you know, that's the mom's side. That's the mom's side. I mean, they're unbelievable. Yeah, he's um, he's incredible. You know Christian McCaffrey is doing literally every single thing possible throughout the entire offseason to be as great as he possibly can be. I mean, what else can, can he ask for? Are you a Zeke guy? I think he'll bounce back this year. I was a little annoyed by, uh, I call him a front runner. It's like last year things went bad and, oh, at least we got Zeke, right? Nope, no, you don't. He's fumbling. Uh, he's bumbling and all that crap, but they still are a good, are going to be a good offense. Their all lines a lot healthier. Uh, he's, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on him. I've got him at three overall. I think I'll take him over Kamara, by the way. It's close. Saquon Barkley scares the hell out of me. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. And not to hedge on it, but sometimes in fantasy, when you're drafting and you're making these decisions, your expectations should come into play, your approach. And by that, I mean, if you're in a league where you're like, all right, it's round one, I can't screw this up. I got to play it safe here. I got to go conservative. Just take Aaron Jones, you know, but if you're in like a high stakes league where it's like no risk it, no biscuit, I got to play to win here. There's no glory in second place. At that point, if you're swinging for the fences, yeah, then you go for Barkley. You know, I think the vibes are okay uh, for him in, in terms of his injury return. You know, things can change quickly. It's a long season. It's even longer this year, obviously. So you're sitting there panicking on August 25th or August 31st or September 1st, and then uh, we could be good to go in, in three weeks here. But the bigger problem, though, Adam, as you know, the Giants' vibes are, oh, boy, they're not awful. good, sir. Not good. Awful. Not good. Awful. Absolutely awful. awful. All right, give me some. Give the audience the guru sleeper running backs for this season in fantasy football. Oh, I got some good ones. I really, really do. Like obviously Antonio Gibson isn't a sleeper, right? I mean, I, I, I'm such a man crush on Gibson. Like basically uh, he's kind of Christian McCaffrey from like 20, what would that be? 18, 19. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- yeah. I mean, he was like 15th pick of that draft. And I remember passing on him for a B cause I had the seventh pick and I'm like, Oh, what a dope. You know, I should have just taken my guy there. But how about this one? I mean, Javante Williams is really obvious, right? I mean, I he's love a stud. Javante Williams. Love him. Yeah, and he's, a, he's an absolute stud. Um, he's going up the board around 50 overall. I, I, I thought his price tag would go up a little bit, but it hasn't. But I've got a really interesting one. Well, I got two. I'm in on Sony Michelle. I am too. I am there too. Yeah. All I in. love that one. I'm all in. They have Adam Schefter broke the story last Wednesday and came right on my show on fantasy sports radio in the morning and talked about it it was a big audio we got like eighty thousand views of that puppy because it was great timing but um he said that sony michelle's coming there uh might be the lead back and he's like probably will be the lead back and i'm like i agree because you know they used the third round pick on daryl henderson and then the next year they used a second round pick on cam Akers. so you know they have some trepidation there 
Um, he's, he gets hurt quite a bit. He's not a big man. He's not a foundational player whatsoever. I mean, he's a dual back backfield type of a guy. He was good last year, but you know, this happens a lot. Cause I liked Sony Michelle and it coming out. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, America. I, I got that one wrong until I didn't get it wrong. You know, yes. it happens a lot. Plot so, twist. Yes. Right. I mean, he's talented. Uh, last year he was, I think one in terms of uh, EPA over expectation. Uh, he was PFFs like 24th ranked running back. And he was actually their fourth ranked running back in the passing game. I just think he's been healthier and, I'm very intrigued. You know, that one cut zone system, I think he's a good fit for it. And I think that's why the Rams gave up what a fourth and a fifth round pick for a guy who could have been cut just a couple of days later or a week later. Yeah. We're on the exact same page with regards to Sony Michelle. I a loved him coming out of college and thus far wrong. And B I think he's going to be fantastic in, in Los Angeles. And I'm not throwing that word around. How here's, here's another one. Here's give, another one. Give it to me. AJ Dillon. Woo. Oh, man touchdown oh, machine man. you want to you want a poor man's derrick henry with with better receiving skills i asked aj Dillon nine questions seven of them were about his receiving i think because you know we all know what he can do on early downs but you know he kept telling me yeah i'm, I'm pretty good receiver they just don't throw to me in boston college this is at the combine and all that and he's he's showing pretty well he's going to catch 25 30 balls which is kind of a game changer and can you imagine if aaron jones god forbid Goes down, A.J. Dillon, league winner. League winner, baby. Changes everything. All right, I hope people are paying attention. I know that they are because when the guru speaks, you listen. I'm kind of obsessed for reality and fantasy at the receiver position when it comes to C.D. Lamb. Love him as a player. Where where do you see C.D. Lamb going in drafts? Are you a believer in C.D. Lamb as a big-time fantasy football player this year? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in with everybody else. Now, just keep in mind, you're drafting him at his ceiling basically uh at like 28 overall so there's not a lot of value there but i'm in no doubt and i think the better pick actually is probably gallup uh who's available like 50 60 picks later it's a tough call though gallup last year was kind of isolated out there at x you know kind of a marked man often drawing you know top corners they are supposedly going to move around a little bit more he isn't a contract year but Oftentimes when I get that type of situation where it's three dudes and they're impossible to differentiate, I'm like, all right, who's the cheapest guy? Basically that, that like in Cincinnati, you know, between T Higgins and Jamar chase and Tyler Boyd, I'm like, I kind of like Boyd. Right. Uh, Cause right. we know he's getting hundred targets and he's the cheapest guy. How about your number one receiver? You're going Hill, you're going Adams, you're going Diggs. Who's your number one wide receiver for fantasy football? Going Tyreek uh, because Obviously, Adams has been amazing. You do have some availability concerns there. And they do have more weapons now in Green Bay. Not, not to fall into that trap because we know he's the go-to guy and all that. But I feel like Tyreek is a little bit more of a, of a go-to guy. You know, the chief offense is a little thin right now at receiver. Like, I mean, the Packers could probably win a ball game or two without making Adams like a thing, like a, you know, a go-to prominent player in their attack for that given week but i don't know how the chiefs are going to do that without tyreek so more big plays uh he's a little more durable i go tyreek but it's really really close i mean literally a half a point separating them and on my overall projections for the season wow give me your sleeper wide receivers for fantasy football for 2021 
I think everyone, babies being born this month know, I guess, that Jerry Judy is a, is a sleeper. Um, that wasn't Judy. always the case. Uh, I got the guy here, Adam, and uh, extremely confident in this one. This is also your, your ROI guy in terms of you get him at 110 overall, and it's a lock if he's healthy. Darnell Mooney, Chicago Bears. Ooh, they, I love they that. Just they just went ahead and let uh, some guys go here. Uh, Riley Ridley. Um, can't even remember who else it was. Uh, uh, they're going to go with uh, Marquise Goodwin as their, as their three. And, you know, that'll last for about two and a half weeks. I mean, he's had some availability problems. So uh, last year, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but per uh, Sports Info Solutions, Darnell Mooney was like way up there in terms of uncatchable targets, 15 yards or more downfield. And I myself, not even watching the coaching tape, saw and recall four to five plays where he's wide open. He won. And Nick Foles or Trubisky couldn't get him the ball. Well, the cavalry has arrived in the form of Justin Fields, who happens to throw a beautiful deep ball, great ball location. Allen Robinson's the one. He's going to get, you know, coverage more often than not. And meanwhile, Darnell Mooney is just going to be balling out there. It looks like AB out there running routes, improving in that regard, but he can fly and a vertical threat. So I am feeling it. I mean, big time, Adam. I'm begging America to draft Darnell Mooney because guess what? If it doesn't work out, no one's going to care that much. You know, it's 100 picks into the draft. It's all about the upside, baby. When the guru is begging you to do something, you have to listen to the guru. How high in a snake draft do you pick Travis Kelsey? Well, that's interesting because you mentioned the fantasy points generator and that is software that we had built by those same Ivy league nerds. And once again, algorithms, basically what it does is it crunches all the numbers looking at as the draft flows, you know, it's not just pre-draft it, it continually updates based on the players going off the board and based on your team, your roster construction, all that stuff. So End of the day, I've never been a big tight end early guy, but the numbers completely bear it out. The software recommends Kelsey as high as three overall. Wow. In a PPR. Wow. So that just goes to show uh, the advantage that, that can be had. Now, I'm greedy, so I kind of like the best of both worlds because it kind of does the same thing with Darren Waller. So maybe Darren Waller at the end of round two after taking a stud running back like Christian McCaffrey – that would be, in my opinion, a little bit more ideal, I think. It is interesting, and I do walk around the house. You know, I'm kind of a freak, and I'm holding it up on the video. I literally walk around the house with the fantasy points, the season projections cheat sheet, the generator. I literally walk around the house, and I grill the kids, and I drill them on, on what they're going to be doing in the upcoming kid fantasy football draft. You know, for reality, I'm obsessed with Kyle Pitts and his talent. What about for fantasy football? I think this guy is going to be an absolute freak. Oh, yeah, no doubt. He, he's, he's the best prospect I've ever seen. Uh, you know, I've pretty much kind of covered them all. I mean, Tony G, that's how, that's how long I've been doing this, man. Tony Gonzalez, rookie year. I actually oversold him that year. People are like mad. I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, how you like me now, people? It's been like 30 years later, but still, Hall of Famer. But um, he's pricey. And they're, they're, the history of rookie tight ends is, is not great. I mean, Tony G. But I got to tell you, 
a lot of targets, a lot of opportunities. And I believe in Arthur Smith. I believe that Arthur Smith and Dave Ragone, the office coordinator who was considered like really creative. I believe that they're going to scheme him up very well. And in theory, kind of replacing Julio, you know, line him up on the outside and all that. So I'm in, I haven't drafted him myself, but I'm on record that I'm in, even though I only have him at tight end six. Uh, I do like Hawkinson more. And I did bump up Mark Andrews, by the way. Good vibes on Mark Andrews. But yeah, I'm in on Pitts for this year and for the long term. Best tight end prospect I've ever seen. Okay, final question for you. This whole interview has been about the genius of the guru, and you really are a genius, and you're the guru. No one else is. Give me the single worst fantasy football call you've ever had. In your lifetime, this time of year being the guru, the worst fantasy football prediction you've ever had. No, no problem. That that is clearly one player. And sometimes, you know, I I, I suffer from Hansen's disease, <laughs> which actually is a thing. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But it, it's overconfidence. So there have been a couple of years where I've been a little overconfident. And you, you're like, ah, I'd be fine. If I, if I touch it, it turns to gold. Well, in 2005, I believe, I somehow convinced myself that Kevin Jones out of Virginia Tech was going to be the man. And, you know, he was a very fat, he was a, like a track guy, um, Philly guy, all that. And I ranked him way higher than everybody else i should have i should have known the lions to to use your line rebuilding since 1952 whatever it is the year 1957 yes seven close enough yeah um and i should have known but i i went all in ranked him at five and the the story is though you know i i feel like um fantasy sports radio is the only national sport fantasy sports outlet obviously i mean podcasts everywhere but you know, I feel like we move the needle a little bit, you know, like I'll pump up a player and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, his ADP was 80 a week ago. I started talking about him all now it's 60, right? You know, so moving the needle. So I think what happened that year was like everybody else in the industry, and it was still somewhat early in the industry, they're like, oh, whoa, 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 Hanson's got got Kevin Jones at running back five. And you know, everyone else has him at like running back, you know, eleven. Let's let you know, we gotta move him up here. So basically I, I I did the math and I'm like, okay, there's probably like, uh, I don't know, 40 million fantasy leagues out there. So probably that year I, I screwed over, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like 4 million people. Sorry, because uh, <laughs> uh, everybody broke my balls about that. Even, you know, who, you know who breaks my balls about that? The crime dog, Fred McGriff. Wow, okay, the crime dog. years later. They'd be like, come on, guru. Don't, don't. I hope this isn't another Kevin Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I love the crime dog. By the uh, way, we worked together that year. By the way, I drafted Kevin Jones. I loved him in college. I, I didn't think you were crazy at all. I thought yeah. Kevin Jones was going to be an unbelievable NFL player. That's great. Yeah. So on behalf of the 4 million people that you screwed over in 2005, Screw you, guru. But other than that, you are the guru. No one else is. There's a reason why they build SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio around him. And I'm telling you right now, I walk around the house with this cheat sheet. 
It's unbelievable. Make sure you subscribe to FantasyPoints.com, whether in a season league, a, a daily fantasy, the generator's unbelievable. He's the best. He's my friend. He's the greatest. He's the guru. You're not. Guru, thank you very much. Adam, thank you very much. It was been, it's been great. I love uh, hanging out with you, chopping it up with you. And, you know, when I did sell that other website, I did have a moment where I'm like, you know, let me just sit back and do media and just hang out. And I'm like, no, Adam Shine needs my content. I'm starting a whole brand new site. So I'm glad you're enjoying it. You're welcome, America and Canada. We'll be back after this. Hey, everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. The Guru, John Hanson, best in the business. What a tremendous, tremendous podcast. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM. Thanks to our listeners on Pandora. Thanks to our listeners on Apple Podcasts and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round, so please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my SiriusXM radio show. Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM, Man Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. The Adam Shine Podcast is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer of the Adam Shine Podcast, the great Bob Stew. The associate producer, Chris Tyler and Andrew Emmer. Sound designed by my guy, Robert Moore. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. And special thanks to SiriusXM senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, the iconic Steve Cohen. SiriusXM Podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.